The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. Use the promo code NFCBEAST for 15% off. Active until the Eagles or Giants lose their next game. All right, everybody, welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with their host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Myers. Meyer, fuck, I said Myers again. I haven't done that since last year. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? How are any of us really doing here on this, <laughs> as this earth spins another day just around the sun here? Uh, Philly's loss in game two. Still uh, stole one in San Diego, but coming back home to Philly, tied 1-1. Blew a uh, 4 nothing lead in the game, so not too great. But uh, overall, hockey bets have been going well for me, so that's been something to uh, for me to look forward to. And I've always, always looked forward to talking with you guys. I don't have much new to report here. Uh, just hearing Ryan talk like that makes me uh, <laughs> <laughs> life is great. Recall, yeah, they recall the playoff losses last year for the Avalanche. So, uh, but you guys are still one and one, so you're still alive. And uh, I don't lose hope because uh, you know the Avs won the fucking cup. <laughs> still pumped. Uh, anyway, all right, I'm I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm just chilling, you know. Nothing, nothing crazy's going on. You're hoping, uh, but see the board pretty well lately. So I've been pretty fired up for the hockey season. Uh, obviously, we'll get into the games coming up here. But before we do, everybody, get your ass on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website, man. That's the place to be. Uh, it's the best time of year, dude. NFL's popping off. College football's doing its thing. It's the opening night for NBA was yesterday, but today's there's like a bunch of games or some shit. So that's cool. NBA's going on. Baseball's in playoffs. Apparently there's a seven game series going on. We, <laughs> we established that before recording. Good to know. So there's baseball playoffs. That's cool. Tons of good shit, man. So get your ass over to the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, check out the articles the boys are writing, all the other podcasts as well. Go give it a listen uh, as well. Get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. It's been popping off, man. We said it. We were we were a little bit nervous when we first switched to Discord. It's like, is it going to be the same? Well, it's still pretty fucking good, dude. So it's good to see the community's popping off. Some new faces in there. Everybody's winning lots of money. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, Discord's been the same, if not better, so far uh, this season. We're, we see some new faces in there. We see some old faces giving the new faces some crap, seeing if they can deal with it. So always good to see there. And yeah, as Talon said, make sure you uh, check out the other the website. Make sure you check out the other podcast. Uh, check out the MMA Gambling Podcast with Jeff who? Mm-hmm. Jeff mm-hmm. the Old Bush Fox. So uh, yeah, make sure you check out everything else. Make sure uh, you follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search for Hockey Gambling Podcast. If it's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And give us a follow on Twitter as well. We have a new intern there doing some good work at Hockey I like this SGPN. Mm-hmm. This new intern's good. He's better than that last clown we used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, we're going to jump in. You guys went through uh, Lock Dogs and Totals last show, right? From uh, the previous week? No, those those are not nope. official. Those are not official shows. We have to have uh, okay, all together. Okay, okay. Well, let's jump right into them here, man. Fuck. Uh, I'll go first. I went uh two and one i haven't hit a lock all year i don't know what the fuck's going on hopefully that changes this show uh my lock was vancouver over philly uh i think they were up at one point and then they mm-hmm. pissed it away if i recall yeah. yeah they're up in every game right <laughs> and then they just lose to the fucking flyers that stinks uh so that lost i did have detroit money line versus new jersey new jersey's looking like they're kind of in shambles a bit man i don't know what's going on there they got to turn it around i think they played last night i don't know if they, they probably beat the ducks but who knows no, uh either way no did they lose <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, this team is fucking terrible, bro. Holy shit. No, they won. What are you talking about? Wait, did they win finally? Did they win? They had to yeah. have beaten the Ducks. Okay. They, Ducks they were losing 2-0, 2-0, and then uh, they won 4-2. They, they okay, okay. okay. I, I just remember hearing all the, all the uh, Fire Lindy stuff going going around. Okay, okay, true. You're right. I didn't see that. Um, I had Detroit Moneyline versus uh, New Jersey, so that one. Um, I locked out total. I had the over six uh, Chicago-San Jose, two terrible teams. Uh, and there was goals that hit for me, minus 125. So two for three. I'm going to hit my fucking lock this week. I'm marking it. Count it right here. 
Yeah, I uh, stayed undefeated there. I went 2-0 and with a push. Uh, my lock was the Golden Knights minus 135 at Seattle. Those uh, those nerds on the Kraken they just they couldn't <laughs> see it coming. Uh, Golden Knights won 5-2. They scored two goals pretty early on in the game, so it was pretty easy there. Uh, my dog, the Flames, plus 110 in Edmonton. They came through with a few early goals as well and then ended up hanging on. My total was Nashville-Dallas under six. I think it was three to one or four one early in the third period. I counted that as a loss, so I'm happy to get that as a push there. So I was a two zero and one on Saturday. Myself uh, also two and one. The lock was the Bruins minus one and a half. They were playing the uh, Coyotes. They were up three nothing. Uh, looked pretty comfy, but then the Coyotes. Uh, <laughs> Had a little storming back of their own and tied it in the third period, but uh, thankfully, with about 10 minutes left, uh, the Bruins scored one, two goals. So, uh, a nice winner. Should have been more comfortable than it was in the end, but I'll take it. And then the dog was the Blackhawks money line against the Sharks. They were uh, down two goals, uh, but then they, uh, the theme of this early seven years, storming back. They they stormed back. It's actually been a theme of this whole uh, first week of the season. Hey, lots of comebacks. Mm. Uh, lots of uh, blown leads. Um, Vancouver actually set a record for most uh, blown two-goal leads uh, to start the season with three, and then they did another <laughs> one to extend the freaking record. <laughs> four now. So, uh, yeah. They're not the only ones. Uh, the Sharks as well, they blew that two-goal two goal lead to lose to the Blackhawks. And my total was the Leafs team total over three and a half. Uh, that was against the Sens, I believe. And, um, yeah, I mean, they won the game 3-2, I think. Um, they just can't get their offense going. Uh, uh, that's probably going to be the last time betting a Leafs team total over for a bit until they figure out how they... Uh, <laughs> Good call. Uh, so they, uh, I think Austin Matthews is at, like, a 5% shooting percentage or something like that. So that's not mm. going to last. No, you're right. Um, all right, as for, uh, we'll jump into NHL news, some discussion shit. Uh, fuck, a couple big things came out, man. There's, uh, the injury bug's been going around and some pretty significant names and some significant time missed. Uh, we'll start into it. Some news out of Colorado. Uh, Captain Gabriel Landeskog is expected to be out 12 weeks after having knee surgery. That's a tough hit for Colorado, man. Like, fuck, they're obviously, they're a good team. They had, uh, some long mileage in last year's season going all the way to the cup. And this is, uh, this is a big loss. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Landeskog uh, is is going to be one of their one of their big pieces there. Uh, Joel obviously knows more about this than I do, but yeah, Landis Gog was coming into the season. He was starting on the IR. I uh, drafted him in my fantasy league that Oof. has has no IR spot. Oof. I, I picked him pretty late, so thinking he'd come back sooner. But out twelve weeks, I may have to uh, cut bait on him. But I think the Avs are, are built well enough where they can sustain this as long as they determine who who their goalie is going to be and if if Gorgiev can be that guy. Well, yeah, uh, Landy's had some knee problems for a while. Uh, he had uh, knee surgery, I believe, during the season last year, and he came back just in time for the playoffs, and he looked awesome. Uh, best looked in a while, actually, so hopefully the same thing can happen here. He uh, gets a boost after uh, healing the knee again, uh, hopefully permanently this time, because we need him. Um, but, you uh, need him. Need him. Need him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but the team is deep enough to uh, keep it going uh, as long as Georgiev doesn't totally suck. Uh, but in a couple weakish goals today um, so far, we're in the middle of the, the second period here. Um, but yeah, he, he should be back and the uh, team will be in good shape uh, when he gets here. Has, uh, has Georgiev looked all right? I haven't got to watch any Colorado games. He's been all right. He's yeah. been bad. Okay. That's fair. That's, 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 good. that's good enough for Colorado. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. Um, all right, yeah, we'll keep moving down here. Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman Jake Muzzin out long-term with a neck injury. Uh, came out per Darren Drager, I think, today that he actually could be out for a while, some significant time here. Um, that hurts, man, the Leafs back end. Ryan and I were talking about this a little bit before the show. They're, it's pretty thin back there, man. You know, Obviously, we got Sandine back. Lilligren's still out on the LTIR, so he'll have to come back and help out a bit. But this is a, a big loss. I know Muzzin hasn't really been playing the greatest the past maybe year or so. Maybe past twelve months, but uh, still, it's it's a he's a minute eater, right? So that that always hurts when you lose a guy like that. Yeah, and it looks like this could could be something serious for him. He's thirty three years old, has a neck injury. We've seen some neck injuries, you know, be kind of scary things. We've seen uh, Oscar Kleffbaum for the for the Oilers. I forget what his injury was, but it ended ended his career. Um, Mitch Marner said it's outside of hockey. It's way bigger about, about Muzzin's mm-hmm. injury. So it could be something something along there. And, and the first thing. 
the news story when I searched out Jake Muzzin was if the Leafs should go after Jacob Chikrin now to replace him. Of course it is. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you got the money to make it happen. Obviously, yeah. There, there, there's no salary cap or anything. So, yeah. We'll be leading the parade down Bay Street, baby. <laughs> I mean, if they can get Muzzin back, that would be that'd be big for them. Uh, having a top four defenseman leave the lineup for, for a team like the Leafs, any team really is important. So, hopefully, for, for Toronto's sake, either he's able to come back or they're able to be able to fill that gap somewhere. Yeah, he he's uh he's hurting bad lately. He's had a little uh, head injury, now a neck injury. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's he doesn't look like the same player he was a couple of years ago. So yeah, but that was the fear going into the season if uh, he could uh, uh, keep it going. Like he's being paid a lot of money there, uh, provides that physical force in the back end. So uh, that's a big loss for them because they don't have a lot of players like him. Um, all right, keeping it going again. Fucking star defenseman, arguably, not even arguably, like a better defenseman here. This is bigger news. Uh, for the Panthers, Aaron Ekblad just got put on the IR. He's expected to miss most of November with a lower body or lower body injury. I think he was injured in playoffs last year, too. This is a this is a tough go for a former first overall pick. Look yeah, at that little knowledge bomb, eh? <laughs> or first overall pick. <laughs> Yeah, Ekblad, he missed 20 games last year. He missed about 20 games the year before with injuries. So he, he's still relatively young, 26. It just feels like he's been here forever because he started in the league as, as the first overall pick and when he was 18 in 2014. But yeah, the the Panthers, after <laughs> after uh, after trading Uyghur there, they, their, their defense just does not look good at all. Just looking at the names, I mean, Matt Kierstead is on, on their top pair to, Tonight, uh, Gustav Forsling, like a good second pair. They have Mark Stahl running out there. Uh, it's 2-2 currently against the Flyers, so that that's showing you how they're doing right now. That this is going to be a, a key loss for them, and they're a team we were um, concerned about coming into the season. They've had a decent start, but this could be losing a, a top blue liner that can play 25 minutes a night is going to be huge for them. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. Let's just say, uh, let's just say, look, we're happy that it's not his ex bladder. julie's on fire today baby we're all killing it today we're all on fire that's cool all right uh ads 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 Uh, all right yeah and and then that wraps up our uh we're going into the games and uh as always our odds are presented by winbet and if you're thinking of joining winbet now as always is the perfect time uh new customers who bet a hundred dollars get a hundred dollar free bet if you're looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club, whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. Last week's winner of the Biggest Winners Club was a New York better who hit a plus fifth, one plus, what's that, 15, 150 to one parlay. It's, it's just so many numbers. I've just, I've, it's been going on here. On all live money lines wagering $110 to win $16,000 on WinBet. Uh, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Plus, if you're older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available, if you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, boys. We're good to go. We got a big fucking Thursday docket. This is our favorite kind of uh, kind of Thursday. You got 12 fucking games. We're pumped. The date is October 20th. We're going to get right into it. Uh, first game is at the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the Anaheim Ducks against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston at the Gardens. Uh, Anaheim money line sitting at plus 180. Boston money line paying off minus 200. Bruins on the puck line sitting at plus 115. Over-unders at 6.5. Uh, overs paying off minus 125. The under plus 105. Mr. Meyer, why don't you kick us off here, buddy? What do you got? Well, we got uh, two teams going in different directions. Uh, it's kind of high on both teams, I guess. Uh, obviously, less so on the docks and uh, they have not uh, fulfilled expectations so far even the one game they win they had no business winning that game against the kraken uh they look like one of the worst teams in the league and now they're not even getting good not even getting good goaltending with john gibson totally uh bailing on his team he's used to the team bailing on him so he's just given up i guess uh normally we see him fall apart in the second half of the season because he's all worn out from having to stop 40 50 saves a night (laughs) but he's quitting early this year uh (laughs) He's not been good. He's not been good. And uh, Bruins have been uh, very good. And uh, they've got the new coach in there, Jim Montgomery. He's got them scoring goals. We saw a very uncharacteristic Bruins game uh, 
of a night with the Sens. Uh, 12 goals, I believe. So hopefully uh, they, they come on the, the better side of those those games. But it shows that they're scoring goals and they're more open. And uh, I love the Bruins here in this spot because the, the Ducks, uh, they're not going to be able to keep up with the Bruins. Uh, Bruins are a dominant 5-5 five five team still. And uh, Castle has been, been lighting the lamp. He's been awesome. Krejci looks like himself. Bergeron as good as ever. And the back end, too. They don't really, I mean, obviously, with the seven goals allowed, maybe they're missing uh, McAvoy and Grizzly a little bit, but right. uh, they, they've been good enough going forward. So uh, I love the Bruins here uh, in any way, really. I bet a money line. I bet the team total. And I even bet the over as well because, uh, like I said, the Bruins have been letting goals in as well. So, yeah, just all Boston for me in this game. Yeah, this line is incredibly confusing with the Bruins only being minus 200, even if it goes up to minus 225. I think you could still hit that or use it as a parlay piece or just look at the puck line at a plus 115 Mm -hmm. if you can get plus odds on that. Uh, All three of Boston's wins have been by two or more goals. All three of Anaheim's losses have been by two or more goals. And I do love the over in this game. Uh, You said it, Boston had a 12 total goals uh, on Tuesday. All four other games have gone over six. Uh, the Ducks, all all their games have gone over six, but at six and a half, I mean, they had a 6-4 game against the Rangers. They allowed seven goals to the Islanders, four to the Kraken. So I could see Boston putting up five or six themselves. So, yeah, I like that team total play as well, Joel. But, yeah, go Boston money line, go Boston puck line, go Boston parlayed with the over. Just go, go with the Bruins here as they're underpriced, even at minus 200. Yeah, you guys both pretty much touched it, man. The Bruins are definitely the play here. This team's, like Joel said, they're going up and the Ducks are going a little down. And the fact that this Bruins team is doing what they're doing still without, like, a Mac or a McAvoy, a Grizzlies, even a Marchand, like, fuck, man, when when everybody comes back and they're healthy, Boston might be rolling this year, boys. That's scary. Um, I'm taking the Bruins in regulation, though. I'm seeing a minus 130, so I'll be all over that. I like the puck line, too, and what Ryan said about the over is a good play, man. So uh, those are my three goals on this. Uh, maybe like a Pasternak shots on goal total over or something. Like, did you see the goal he scored the other day? He's so fucking nasty. All right. Uh, moving down here. 7 p.m. time slot again. We got the Dallas Stars against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Scotiabank Arena. It's going to be popping off. Uh, Dallas on the money line is paying off plus 145. Toronto money line sitting at minus 175. Leafs on the puck line sitting at plus 150. Uh, over under is at 6.5. Over paying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I am all over the fucking Leafs in this game. And you know why? It's fucking bounce back game, baby. These are the games that they win. They'll go and they'll shit the bed. We'll lose to fucking Arizona. We'll barely beat Ottawa. We'll lose to Montreal. We'll trim Dallas up like 3-1 or 4-1 or something stupid like that. So I'm going to be all over the Leafs here. I'm probably going to play them in regulation. Um, you might even see a lot of money coming on Dallas here at the plus money. People will be like, oh, Toronto's kind of shit lately. So maybe you'll see uh, close to puck drop. You get some better odds on the Leafs here. Uh, but yeah. Give me Leafs in regulation. Over, under? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go under. I'm going to take a little gamble. I'm thinking, like I said, a 4-1 game, maybe like a 3-2 or a 3-1 or some shit. So under 6.5 minus 105. Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll leave it up to the uh, professor here to decide how this line is going to move. But I, I could see a lot of money coming on in on the Maple Leafs just being uh, the bigger name recognition team. And I don't quite trust them yet. You can't trust either of their goalies. They've lost to uh, two of the worst teams in the league already. The Stars so far this season, they've only allowed three goals through three games. Uh, one goal in each game to Nashville twice and then Winnipeg scored four, five and four themselves. So uh, I'm all over the Stars here, plus 145. I think that's a, that's a great value play there as an underdog. As far as the total concerned, I would go for the under. The Dallas has not allowed too much. Ottinger has been proving to still be a strong goalie. And I could see Toronto trying to kind of bring things down a bit and they haven't gone over the total in since all season. They, they pushed out a seven haven't gone over yet. So I like the under here and I like the stars as a dog. Uh, the, 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 the Leafs, they've uh, confused me so far. Uh, I mean, not they shouldn't confuse me because they did the same shit last year. They got off to a two, four and mm-hmm. one start, I believe. And then they, they ended up with uh, like 110 points or something. So uh, I see the scenario, same scenario playing out again, but in the in the short term, uh, I can't trust this team. Uh, the line is 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 uh, plus one forty five. I, I think that's uh, that's where I would lean if I would have to play this game. Can't do the over. Uh, Leafs offense hasn't shown up yet, and uh, 
Samsonov hasn't looked terrible. I, I assume he's going to be start, starting. Yeah, yeah, he'll be starting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just give me Stars money line. Uh, but I, I'd probably have to be betting this game. I gotta, I gotta wait a few games before I a <laughs> Leafs game again. I've been hurt before, he says. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, we're gonna keep it jumping along here. Uh, heading down to 7 p.m. slot again. We got the Los Angeles Kings against Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh. Uh, Sidney Crosby's looking good, boys. Sid the kid's still doing it. Uh, LA money line sitting at plus 165. Pittsburgh money line minus 200. Uh, Penguins on the puck line sitting at plus 120. The over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, Penguins, man. I like this team. This team looks good. Uh, I said it. Sidney Crosby's still doing his shit. Tristan Jari and Nett's been strong. He's always strong. Latang's still holding the fort down on the DN there. Uh, Gino Melkin's still just pissed off all the time. It's awesome. So I have, uh, I'm on the Penguins in regulation. I'm going to be riding the hot hand for a while here with this Pittsburgh team. I do like them. Penguins in regulation. It's probably sitting at maybe like minus 160 or something. I don't know. Uh, or not minus 160, sorry. Minus 140. Um, maybe even Pittsburgh puck line, man. What if they pop a couple here? Over, under. I am leaning the under, though. I think uh, I think we got some good goaltending. Tristan Jarry's playing well. If it's Jonathan Quick or Peter Cal Peterson playing, they're both pretty decent tendies. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping the under six and a half plus 100, but I do like penguins on the money line as well. I think I'm there with you on the penguins here. I think minus 200 may be a little steep. Maybe see if you can get that at a better price, but it's they have the right been. Line. It's not the right line. Okay. <laughs> Tom, well, I am said that the Kings are plus 165, the penguins minus 200, the same, uh, the, the ducks are plus 180 and the Boston Bruins minus 200. So they're really fucking you out of this game with the, the juice here. So, Fuck. Uh, I think the Penguins are more like minus 185. Let's go with that. Yeah, th- that's what I'm saying is Penguins minus 185, Kings plus 150. I mean, it's not, it's 15 cents off. It's not that, I mean, that is significant if you're looking yeah, for, for line value. But even if you're laying minus 185, you're probably willing to, to lay minus 200. And I think that looking at the Penguins in regulation, like Talon said, is probably the best play. Uh, I'm seeing that at minus 135. They, they've just been one of the best teams in the league in terms of expected goals, Corsi, all, all those fun uh, advanced stats. Kings haven't quite been up there yet, even though they've had some back and forth games. They have three straight wins all by one goal, twice going past regulation. But yeah, going into Pittsburgh, I think the Penguins, like the talent said, they're, they're the better team right now. They put, put up six against Tampa Bay. So I, I lean to Pittsburgh here. And I'm going to have to go against talent. I'm going to go with the over. The Penguins have scored six goals in two of their two of their games. The Kings have had a few really high-scoring games, 7-6, 5-4, 4-3. So I like the over here probably as the best play, but also look towards that uh, Pittsburgh regulation or just use them maybe mm-hmm. in a parlay with the Bruins. I'm on Ryan's side here with the Penguins. Uh, haven't bet it yet. Probably will. We'll see. Um, but uh, the Penguins are... Leading the league in expected goals for percentage at a seventy percent, which is ridiculously high. They've played some bad teams, I know, but still, uh, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. So, I like the Penguins here. The Kings have uh, fucked me a couple times already this year. I don't think that they're uh, that good of a team. But uh, then again, we saw them against the Knights, and the Knights have proven to be a good team themselves. So maybe they just made the Kings look worse than they are. We'll see. But for now, I'm going to take the team that's uh, that's proven it and just as a uh, Better stats and whatnot. So yeah, give me uh, give me the Penguins here. All right, moving along here again at 7 p.m. We got the San Jose Sharks against the New York Rangers. Uh, game itself is in New York. San Jose on the money line sitting at plus 210. Uh, Rangers money line sitting at minus 260. Rangers on the puck line plus 100. The over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 105. The under minus 115. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, bud? I think the Sharks are just straight absolute garbage. I don't know <laughs> why why they weren't. Projected to be down there with the <laughs> with the Blackhawks and, and the Coyotes and the Canadians and the Flyers because they're bad. I mean they they went to went to Prague, lost twice to Nashville, lost to Carolina, lost to Chicago, lost to the Islanders. Have not been really close games. Have they won right? yet or no? No, they're they're still winless. <laughs> they're they're, they're 0 five so far. Um, Rangers, on the other hand, are three and one. They beat Tampa Bay, beat Minnesota, lost to Winnipeg in a back-to-back there, and then they beat the Ducks at home. They've been out shooting teams. They almost out outshot the Ducks by double. So another big favorite. I can't uh, say it to, to back the Sharks. So you're gonna have to go with the Rangers. I think on the puck line here, 
All three of their wins have been by two or more goals. Most of San Jose's losses, uh, four or three of them have been by more than two goals, including the last two final score, five twos. Maybe a sprinkle of five two final score, correct score, if you want something fun to play. And as uh, for the total, I'm not sure, but I will give out the uh, Sharks team total under two and a half. They haven't broken that so far this season. Rangers with Shesterkin at home. He's been incredible at Madison Square Garden. So I could see a, possibly a shutout, but just a big Rangers, maybe 4-1 or 5-1 win here. For sure. The Rangers have uh, been a different team this year. They're no longer relying on Shesterkin and whatnot. They've got some offense going. Defense isn't as, as uh, self-destructive. Uh, maybe they played some good teams, too. They're not just beating scrubs. They beat the... Uh, the wild on the road, although uh, maybe the wild are scrubs. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they lost to uh, a decent Jets team, I guess. Uh, they've been impressive a little bit so far. But that was on a back-to-back with, uh, what's his name? And, um, I don't remember these frickin' backup goalies. No. Halak. I think I think Halak plays for every frickin' yeah. team. In the league. <laughs> I think it is, isn't it? Maybe. It is Halak, right. yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, give me the Rangers here. They're, they're a damn good team. And the Sharks uh, got them 12 to 1 to finish with the worst record. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're a bad team. We expected that. And uh, it doesn't help either that they have to fly to Europe. I mean, Reds haven't been too great mm-hmm. either since coming back. Mm, so, that's true. not working in their favor. But uh, Rangers are just a much better team. So, yeah, just continue that shark misery. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it, man. Like, New York's going to beat the wheels out of San Jose, and that's what we're going to see at Madison Square Garden. Uh, take the under, though. Like, Ryan brought up a good point. It could very well be a shutout. Um, and I don't think San Jose is going to score a lot of goals this year. So uh, take the under. New York's going to win. Find a way to bet them. Regulation, puck line. I like the puck line. That's probably the best play. But, uh, yeah, let's go Rangers, baby. We have anything to see a shark get fucked up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, moving down to 7 p.m. again. We got the Nashville Predators against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Nashville and the money line sitting at minus 135. Columbus money line at plus 110. Over under sitting at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, dude, I was kind of low key hoping that Columbus would have a decent season. You know, they brought in Goudreau, but that's kind of all they did. Uh, it sucks with line A going down, so that's going to change, I think, a lot of the, if there was any optimism about this team, which, let's be frank, there's probably not much to begin with. So I'm going to be on Nashville with Moneyline here at minus 135. That's probably the play. Um, over-unders? Fuck, dude, like, you still got two decent goalies, like Merzlikens and Saros. Those are two good goalies. I, I'll, I'll take the under here at six and a half. It could kind of go either way, though. Yeah, both of these teams have kind of disappointed so far this season. I mean, Columbus wasn't expected to do too much, but Nashville, mm-hmm. even with that trip over, over to Europe, they, they came back, uh, got a win back. At, I don't think they have a win in North America yet. No, they, they won mm-hmm. those two games against the Sharks, then lost uh, 4-1, 5-1 to, to Dallas, and then 4-3 in a shootout to the Kings. I think this this could be the chance for them to get, get their first win here in North America. They're minus 135. I think they're a much more talented team than the Blue Jackets, especially with Line A out. I think they're a better team, better goalie with Soros, Duchesne, Forsberg, uh, Roman Yossi. So as much as I want to go with the dog here at plus 110, take that value, I think I'm going to have to go with Nashville minus 135. And I'm not really sure in a total. I I guess I could see a a semi-goalie game here, but I also could just see both teams going off a little bit. Columbus, Vancouver went went back and forth 4-3. Columbus gave up five to St. Louis and Tampa Bay. So I, I, I could see Nashville scoring a lot. So I, I'm probably going to stay away from the total, but I would lean to the Predators on the money line. Yeah, I'm definitely not touching an under in a Blue Jackets game. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only Don't reason, the cannon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the only reason why I wouldn't take the over is because uh, UC Saros is actually, uh, he's looking pretty good so far. Uh, He's been left out to dry by his teammates in some cases, and uh, but he, he looks pretty sharp early on, and uh, he could easily goalie this game. Uh, but my yeah, stronger play here, uh, give me the Preds as well. Just a much better team, and the Blue Jackets are uh, seventh worst in expected goals for, and uh, yeah, oh, oh, yep. Seventh worst. <laughs> Glad we cleared They're that up. A good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Computer's glitching on me here. Uh, blame the technology. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible team. The Predators have uh, been a bit unlucky, too. Like, uh, that 
loss against the Kings. They're winning three to one comfortably. They just took their foot off the gas, let the Kings get back in it, and um, yeah, just lost in the shootout. So they're not like the Sharks. Uh, they're not. They're not terrible coming back from Europe. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Preds here. It's only minus one thirty-five. I don't think the, the markets realized how bad the Blue Jackets are. Hmm. All right, we're going to keep it firing off here. We're heading down again to the 7 p.m. time slot. Uh, Washington Capitals against the Ottawa Senators. Game itself is in Ottawa. Uh, Washington on the money line, sitting at minus 105. Sends on the money line, minus 115. Over-unders at 6.5. Uh, over paying off, minus 130. The under, plus 110. Uh, boys, I think we're getting pesky. I think we're going to have a, a good old pesky Thursday night. I'm going to go in on the Sennies here. I don't really know why. I'm not really sold on Washington. I just don't like Darcy Kemper. Um, that Forsberg kid for Ottawa's looked pretty good too. So if he's playing, you know, that's yeah, fuck it. Give me the sense. Let's get pesky. Minus one fifteen. Over under over game. I want to see like an OV hat trick, but the Sens still win. Like my boy Timmy Stutzel goes off or something. He's just diving around trying to get calls and goes on the power play and puts up three. Let's fucking go, Sens. Yeah, I, I think I might be be there with you on the Sens. They had, had an impressive win against the Bruins, even though they did give up five goals in their home opener. I think having that home crowd, playing at home, definitely amps them up a little bit. Washington beat Vancouver, beat Montreal. Not really two Im- impressive teams there. So I think you got to go with the home team here. Not not a strong play, possibly a lean. Maybe just throw something small on it if you want. Um, as far as the total concerned, again, I, I, I really don't know. Probably lean to the over because I could just see that Ottawa going back and forth with the Caps like they did with the Bruins, but I'd probably stay away from the total again and just go with the home team. Oh, this game is a a little tough to pick here. Uh, I think they're pretty, uh, these lines are pretty spot on. Um, If I had to lean to a side, I guess I'd take Ottawa. Washington are banged up. Uh, Now they lost Connor Brown too, so they're without backs. Oh, it's true. Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Tom Wilson. So, yeah, I, I definitely lean to Ottawa here. Uh, and beyond the playing it, we'll see. Hopefully, get a better number somewhere. Hopefully, there's some strange capitals money swimming in from somewhere. Um, and uh, the the over six and a half here would be uh, would be my lean as well. I mean, the Senators' offense finally showed itself what we expected. And the defense did too. I mean, they they don't have much by way of uh, defenders. So yeah, over six and a half, and Ottawa be my leans in this one. I just want to clarify, although we all lean towards Ottawa, that's by no means a consensus play at all. It's all all three. Uh, I think pretty weak leans there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll sum up our so-called <laughs> consensus plays at the end. Gentlemen, let me turn this lean into a full-on fall dive into the sense. What do you guys know about the War of 1812? Anything about Canadians going into Washington and burning down the fucking White House? And now oh, the fucking yes. Washington Capitals are coming to the capital fucking city of Canada and they think they're going to get some revenge? You think these fucking Yanks are going to come in here and fucking burn the house down? They're not, baby, because the Senators are standing strong. The Sens are winning this fucking game. Canada versus America. This is the battle of the fucking decade. This is the game of the season. Sens is the play money line. Minus 115. Let's go. Okay, it's now consensus play. I'm on the Sens. I'm going to bet that. I'm off the Sens now. No, I'm off the Sens. Shit. We divided the podcast. We're fucked. (laughs) <laughs> that's it okay sends us the play on. we gotta go with the uh majority where we're uh democrats here if you're canadian you're on the sends if you're american and you're listening you're on washington tomorrow <laughs> that's your fucking bet right there that's the play we're against each other let's go canada baby i'm gonna be singing old canada in the fucking discord <laughs> all right moving it along we got off the rails moving it back here 7 p.m Arizona Coyotes against the Montreal Canadiens, La Habitat de Montreal. The game itself is in Montreal. Arizona money line sitting at plus 135. Fuck, this game stinks. Montreal money line sitting at minus 155. The over under is at six and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Uh, give me the Habs. The Habs have to be better than the Coyotes, right? Like, I know the Coyotes beat the Leafs and shit, and that's cool, but there's no way that they're a good team. Like, both suck, but give me the Habs. Minus 155. That's it. Yeah, I think the Habs probably have to be the play. This is just the, the third straight game here that I don't really have 
a strong play for uh, Montreal. Just seems like a better team. Arizona doesn't seem like a good team at all. That on the uh, money puck team chart where it says bad, fun, boring, good, they're right right up there with bad. And the Canadians <laughs> are at least somewhat there in the middle of the pack. So uh, yeah, Canadians minus fifty five might be a little bit heavy. So maybe parlay that with with oh take an alt total or something, or just look at uh, uh Cole Caulfield's been doing some uh, good shots on goal. I like that prop. Mm. Because we talk, possibly take him to score a goal as well. He, he's been kind of popping off there, especially ever since Martin St. Louis t- took over. And Arizona d- does not have good defense or goaltending. So I would look that way. And I, w- I would look to the over as well, over 6.5, minus 120. Both of these teams should be back and forth hockey. So, yeah, give me uh, the home team in the Canadians and the over. I would be more inclined uh... – so the Canadians here at only minus 155. I actually did bet that already. But uh, I learned today that Jake Allen is on parental leave. So I don't know if he's going to be available for this one. He did miss oh, the last that game. That sucks. Is... Yeah. Yeah. Not even it sucks. <laughs> that sucks. Like, you play he the game. Kid. Play the game. Okay, okay. He's not fucking Phil <laughs> He's Kessel, not giving right? birth. He's not on a freaking <laughs> game street. Yeah, okay. Um, um, but uh, yeah, once he comes back, watch out. You know, the, these guys with the uh, newborn kids, they, mm. they tend to be fired. They go on a kid, a baby heater. Exactly. I, I mean, like it, the baby he's, heater. He's been pretty good to start the year anyway. So Jake Allen, watch out for him. Uh, Canadians will need him because their defense is still shite. Um, and their offense hasn't looked exactly terrific so far. I thought that'd be a little bit more, uh, a little bit more free-flowing, a little bit more fun, according to that chart, whatever. Um <laughs> But uh, yeah, I got to go with the Canadians here, minus 155. Uh, Coyotes are just uh, straight up bad. And now a message from All the right. sponsor. <laughs> yeah, n- neither of his games really ha- had an advantage there, but you can get an advantage at No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. Playing in pick'em contests against other people for the shot at winning $250,000 or more in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your props, earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills against the house and win 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player prop over-unders or individual player matchups across every major sport league. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app on the app stores to get a first deposit match up to $25. So make sure to check out No House Advantage today and experience daily fantasy sports redefined because it's not just how you play, but also where you play. You won't want to miss out on this. And if you're like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. So if you want to learn learn some French for these uh, French-Canadian teams, you can do that. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in a new language in as little as three weeks. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There's so many ways, new ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash SGP. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. All right. Fucking killed it, bud. That's beautiful. Um, moving along here. Finally, we're out of the 7 p.m. slot. That was like seven games at 7 p.m. We're down to 7.30. We got the New Jersey Devils against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York uh, on the island. The Devils' uh, money line sitting at plus 115. New York Islanders' money line at minus 135. Over-under sitting at 6.5. Over-paying off plus 105. The under, minus 125. Holy shit. Boys, I love the Islanders in this play. New Jersey's a team in shambles. Nobody knows what they are. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to be good. They're going to be good. Well, guess what? You're not. Um, You got the Islanders that are... I think they're going to catch a lot of people sleeping this year, man. Ilya Sorokin has a 1.53 goals against average and a .941 save percentage in two games. Obviously, it's only two games, but that's still pretty sweet. 
they are they I guess they've had all their games at home. They're two and one. And you gotta remember here, this is fucking Lou Lamorello's New York Islanders playing the New Jersey Devils. If if the Islanders lose this game, Lou's gonna shoot everyone on the team personally. So fuck that. The Islanders are gonna win this minus one thirty five uh all over them at home here against uh the Devils. Yeah, it's been a bit of a uh, rough start here for the Devils uh, as they're calling for their head coach to be fired there. Uh, Yeah, I think the Islanders, I've been saying this, Joel has some sort of hex voodoo over me where I'm just leaning into the Islanders now. I think minus 135 is way too low for them that they've shown they're a better team than that. They've they blew out the Ducks, blew out the the Sharks two two not great teams, but the Devils haven't shown to be good yet either. So, yeah, give me the Islanders at home minus 135. And possibly look look to the over. Uh, the Devils gave up five to Detroit, five to the Flyers. Islanders scored five against San Jose, seven against the Ducks. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Islanders here on the money line, probably my best play. But I would also lean to the over, especially at plus 105. Yeah, this is a, a tough game to call. It's a low-key good rivalry game. I mean, it's not quite Devils-Islanders or Islanders-Rangers, but our Devils-Rangers... You know what I mean, um, but it's a it's a good <laughs> rivalry here. You know these uh, the, the triad there in the New York area. Uh, um, I, I do like the Islanders here, even at even as the favorite. I mean that the Devils they are actually number two in both expected goals for percentage and forcey four percentage. So uh, the underlying metrics are, are a lot better than when their their results are showing. But that's the same old Devils we've been seeing the last year. Or so just can't get the goaltending, can't get the puck in the net as much. Um, yeah, the, the the stats and all those models will tell you that the Devils might have value here, but at the end of the day, a lot of hockey comes down to quality goaltending, and Sorokin will get the start in this game, and this is about 10 times better than whoever the Devils line up against him. So yeah, the Islanders here would be my lean. I'm probably not going to bet it. Uh, that's, that's who I would pick if uh, Lou, Am- Lou Amarillo had a gun to my head. <laughs> okay. down to the 8 p.m time slot we got the vancouver canucks against the minnesota wild game itself is in minnesota uh vancouver on the money line sitting at plus 150 minnesota money line at minus 180 uh wild on the puck line sitting at plus 140 over unders at six and a half over paid off minus 130 the under plus 110 jolie what do you got here bud what's up with the canucks oh nothing good that's not true. um <laughs> A lot of people are sweating their first coach fired, but you could, I can tell you that because uh, it's looking like Bruce Boudreau is on the short list <laughs> on the chopping block. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, Canucks gave up multi-goal leads in four straight games, uh, extending a record. Um, but here they go against the Wild, who have also uh, struggled to start the, the season. Not so much in blowing leads, but in giving up early leads and then just uh, not not coming close to getting back in games. Uh, they can't stop the puck for shit. Uh, Flurry's been awful. Gustafsson <laughs> guy was, was bad against the Avs too. Uh, defense is just bailing out and um, yeah, they can score some goals, but uh, they, they can't defend. So uh, I'm going to two winless teams here. Canucks, I think are a little bit more desperate. Uh, I would lean that way at plus 150, but the stronger play would be the over, over six and a half minus 130. That'd be my, uh, a shot here. I mean, uh, both teams can score goals. They just can't fucking defend. So, uh, yeah, I love that. And uh, and you can uh, get the um, combine the two with a Vancouver team total over two and a half. Be my uh, be my bet here because uh, the get a little bit more value there rather than the Wild over three and a half at whatever about the same price. So yeah, over six and a half and Vancouver team total for me. Yeah, I think the over has to be the best play in this game. Over six and a half, uh, minus what is it? Minus one thirty. There, it would definitely be up to over seven by by puck drop. I pr- I'd probably still take that. Uh, Minnesota in their three games have been total of 10, 13, and nine goals. Uh, all three losses for them. Vancouver has had eight, five, ten, and seven in their games, and their their higher scoring games there were against kind of the better teams. And I think Minnesota has enough offense to, to put up goals, as does Vancouver. It's just both defenses are lacking a bit, so the over has to be the best play in this game. And for a side, I, I can't trust Minnesota at, at minus 180 yet, so I would just have to lean Vancouver plus 150 as a value play. But like Joel said, I think a team total would be, be, be the better way to go or just take the total 
over for the game. I think that's the best play here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the over's got to be the play, man. Like these two teams have. You know, they've been playing like shit. You know, not to say that they are shit. Like, I still think Vancouver can turn it around and have a decent season. Minnesota as well, too. But uh, they're playing fucking awful. One of, but one team has to win, right? So maybe it's a good thing, you know. But I'm going to be on the Canucks here. Plus 150. I think they're the better team, man. I think I say it every time we talk about the Wild. I think that they're pretty... They're capped out with $15 million or whatever in cap space that they're, they're not even allocating. They can't even use. So they're they're suffering in that aspect. Kaprizov's awesome, but Flurry's been playing like shit, even though it's only been one game. Um, give me the Canucks, man. Plus 150. Hopefully, Brucey can turn it around. Uh, moving down here to the 9 p.m. slot, we got the Carolina Hurricanes against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Carolina on the money line, sitting at plus 100. Oilers money line, minus 120. The over-under is at 6.5. Over paying off, minus 125. The under, plus 105. Ryan, what do you got? I don't know if there's some like injuries I'm missing or some sort of stat I'm missing out on here, but the the Hurricanes being even money or even the underdog here is just incredible to me. They're they're three and zero so far this season. They haven't played good teams, but they've had a chance to kind of get their game together. And they they beat up on Columbus, San Jose, Seattle. Allowed they've been out shooting them pretty handily. Been winning those games rather easily. And Edmonton, you know that they had the good win against Vancouver coming back in the opener, but then lost to Calgary and lost to Buffalo, both at home. I think Carolina's the much just better team overall, and and that goes for this game. I think if this was a back-to-back, it would make more sense for it to be minus 120, plus 100. But in this situation with with both teams having a day off and Carolina actually having one more day off than Edmonton, I have to go with the Hurricanes at plus 100. And as far as the total concerned, I'd probably go with the under. I could see, I think this total is correlated with, 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 which, uh, whichever side you're going to play. If Carolina is going to win, it's kind of probably going to be a lower scoring control pace to play. If it's open up a bit more higher scoring, Edmonton might win. But I think, I think, uh, Carolina is the better team here. Give me a plus 100 in the under six and a half at plus 105. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going the same way. Canes are uh, a much better team, I think. Uh, much more complete. They have the goaltending, they have the defense, and they have uh, four solid lines. Whereas the Oilers, we know, are just uh, basically a couple players, some decent pieces here and there, but uh, it all amounts to a bunch of shit in comparison to the the Hurricanes here. I mean, <laughs> I'm being a bit unfair. The Oilers are are a good team, but they haven't played like it early on. Uh, couldn't get up for that Flames game early on. They let their goalie hang out the drive. Jack Campbell, he didn't help either. But um, they had to fight behind in that one as well, just like the Canucks game where they were outplayed for the majority of that game. They only scored because of the power play, dumb penalties Canucks kept committing. And then the Sabres game, that was the worst of all. They only really showed up in the third period uh, after they were already down uh, two, at least at least one anyway. And... Uh, yeah, so uh, give me the Canes here, plus 100. The only worry here is that this could be a little bit of a sticky matchup advantage with the Canes uh, liking to control the puck, control the play. I mean, they're, they're number one in the league in course of four percentage, so the Oilers could have a strong counterattack game that could actually work in their favor. But uh, well, altogether, at plus 100, I'm going to take the Canes here. All right, I got a couple plays here. And before I get into it, I want to apologize, all right? So I'm just going to apologize before I get into it. Second of all, you know how everyone says Leaf fans always got to make it about the Leafs? I'm making it about the Leafs. First of all, it's going to be Carolina Moneyline plus 100, so that's my play. Over, under, I'm on the under. There's going to be no goals. I'm betting the tie as well. There's going to be no goals, and this is going to go into a 17-round shootout without a single fucking goal being scored. And then fucking Tyson Berry's going to get the goal or Zach Hyman or something. Or I don't even know. But you have Frederick Anderson and Jack fucking Campbell going at it head to head. These are two former Leaf goalies. And what's going to happen is they're both going to put up 50 fucking safe shutouts. And they're both going to look like Dominic Hasek and fucking Patrick Waugh playing against each other. And it's just bullshit because that's how the universe works. And that's how the hockey fucking gods play. So you know who's going to get shafted in this game? against Carolina and Edmonton is it's going to be Leaf fans. So bet the fucking under at six and a half. There's going to be no goals. Bet the tie and then take Carolina on the money line. All right. Moving down to the 930 slot. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Calgary Flames. Gave itself is in Calgary. Uh, Buffalo on the money line sitting at plus 237. Calgary money line's minus 295. Calgary on the puck line sitting at minus 105. The over-under is at six and a half. 
Overpaid off minus 120. The under plus 100. Boys, Calgary on the puck line. Like, they got to go in there and beat the fucking Sabres by two. If you're a good team and they want to be a contender, you'll go in there and you'll dominate a team like the Buffalo Sabres. None of this question marks. Nothing in the media the next day. Oh, this team struggles against bad teams or whatever. You go in there and you beat the shit out of the teams you're supposed to beat the shit out of. That's the Daryl Sutter mindset. They're going to get it done. Flames on the puck line, minus 105 against the Sabres at home. Yeah, Calgary through three games has the third best expected goals for percentage. Buffalo has the fourth worst through three games. I, see, I can see the Flames looking at that uh, Buffalo win in Edmonton and knowing they can't really overlook them. And Calgary's been out playing their, their, their opponent. They, they beat Colorado in their opener, outshot Edmonton 42-29, outshot Vegas 40-21, even though those were both one-goal victories. Buffalo's been been playing probably above their head so far, two and one. Uh, kept it close against Florida, but I think Calgary here at home on the puck line, almost giving, almost getting even money at minus one hundred five. I think that has to be the play. Uh, for the total, I'd probably lean to the under just for the plus money. I'm probably not going to bet that, but I, I think I will be betting the Flames on the puck line at minus one hundred five. Ah, that, that Sabres are a pesky team, man. They, uh, I don't know. Flames deserve this uh, this price. I mean, they've been the most impressive team to me in the West. Um, minus two ninety five though is a is a deep price to pay. And with the Sabres on the other side, the comeback at plus two thirty seven uh, is is intriguing. But uh, if that, yeah, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the, the Sabres' goaltending, I thought, would be their Achilles heel, but they're actually getting some some good goaltending from. Is Eric Craig Collins. Anderson just being a beauty? Is it, is it Jeff who? Uh, I, I actually know the goalies for this one. Okay, it's Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie. All right, you can't blame the lack <laughs> of backup goalie. Knowledge well, that, what about one. what about uh, what's the other guy's name? Uka Pekka, what, Uka Pekka Lukanen. That's my boy. Too. Oh shit. He's probably in the know. AHL. Is he still there? I thought did he get traded? Oh man, he's, he's with the he's with the Rochester Americans in the American oh. Hockey League as a prospect to the Buffalo Sabres of the National Hockey League. That's my or, guy, man. Or he's in Mordor. <laughs> Yo, he could be. All right. So, so this game, yeah, I, I don't have a, a good feel. I'll I'll make this my pass game of the day. Okay. What's your pick? Who cares? That's the pick. <laughs> Moving down yeah. to 10 p.m. Winnipeg Jets against the Vegas Golden Knights. Last game of the night here. Uh, game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Jets on the money line sitting at plus 150. Uh, they will be on the second night of a back-to-back. They're playing Colorado right now, of course. Uh, Vegas money line is sitting at minus 185. Vegas puck line plus 140. Uh, over 6.5. Uh, over is off minus 105. The under minus 115. Okay. Oh, Vegas is probably they should win this game. I know I shit on Vegas. You should play Vegas in this game. Maybe even in regulation. Like, I guess I don't hate the minus 185, but I would probably be on Vegas in regulation. As far as over under goes, probably thinking over Jets on the second night of a back to back defense is kind of questionable. And, uh, you know, Vegas does have some firepower up front. So I do like uh, the Knights here and maybe the over. I'm also on on Vegas here. I think minus 185 is an, is an okay price for them. I, I don't hate looking for them in regulation or in the puck line to kind of bring that juice down. It's going to be a back-to-back for the Jets. They've already blown a lead against the Avalanche. I think it's 3-3 in a mm-hmm. second intermission right now. So it's going to be a big save Dave is their backup goal oh, this season. Oh, no so way. It could, it could be. Uh, if you knew that, Talon, you may have taken the under. I, I don't know. Holy shit. Yeah, he's going to come through. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, I think Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I think Vegas is the better team. I think minus 185 may be a bit much, so I would look to either uh, regulation or this could be a a live betting spot. Vegas seems to be a third-period team throughout their history. Winnipeg could have another early lead like they had tonight in Colorado. We can get some plus odds on Vegas maybe, but yeah. Vegas is the side. This is the uh, only 10 o'clock game on this slate, so people are going to be betting it. So go for Vegas and, and go for the over. Everyone loves to uh, root for some goals. Oh man, I just had a, a sweat live here. I had, I had the under in the uh, Cavaliers Raptors game 100, under 116. It's 108 to 105, so 113 points. And the Cavs had the ball with a chance to score uh, mm. a three pointer. And he <laughs> just snuck that one in there. Basketball is back. Greasy. Um, yeah, so this game, uh, 
this game opened at a crazy, crazy low line. I got a minus one twenty eight on that. What? Oh. Yeah. So, uh, but I still like him at minus one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> that shows how crazy that line was. Wow. Um, yeah, the puck line here, though, I think is the better play at this point, just because uh, um, Knights are coming back from that that road trip. Uh, they lost to the Flames. Uh, um, in a decent effort, I guess. They, they had a good first period before the the Flames showed them who was boss in the second periods. But, uh, yeah, come back here. I think that they're a good team. And the Jets can be rolling into Vegas, uh, hopefully after a loss here with the Avalanche and want to drown their sorrows in, uh, and other stuff there in Vegas. So, yeah, I, I think the Knights here are the play. Money line, puck line, however you want to do it. Team total is another one I had. Yeah, a big save, Dave, maybe. But uh, I don't think so. Yeah, give me the give me the Knights here. Yeah, I mean that was a crazy line you had an opening. I, I just actually booked uh, Golden Knights regulation at minus one hundred five, so I think that that's probably a mm. great play. Mm-hmm. I like that. Maybe I'll get in too. Who knows? I get in harder if App State wasn't fucking shit in the bed. I got the under in that one. Oh fuck! I mean they're shit in the bed. They just scored, didn't they? Well, I haven't really looked. They were shit in the bed earlier. They're up twenty-eight to fourteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're good then. All right, so we, we got Fantastic. So we're gonna hammer. Let's go, Vegas. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, twelve games there on the Thursday slate, and uh, also gonna have Thursday night football. Those those games have always been entertaining so far this year. So uh, you might want to check out Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with enough red zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. There's over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment. You can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try FuboTV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com SGP. And if you want to get those uh, good, good odds, you want to check out Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from source books to get the best deal. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather so bettors can make the most informed bets possible. They also have a bet tracker that, that allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. So go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire, Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, boys. Uh, there are three games on Friday. We're not really going to go through them. Obviously, there's no odds. Uh, but if you're in the Discord, we'll definitely be throwing out our fucking picks in the Discord. So uh, get your ass in the Discord. A nice plug for it there, man. But uh, yeah, we'll be going over those three games uh, in there for sure. As yeah, well, we'll and, be talking about them all night. And you can always get uh, all of our picks for every game, along with uh, other people at the Sports Gun Podcast that are picking them at uh, sg.pn slash picks, or just go to the website. Go to the NHL tab, the drop down there, the NHL picks. Uh, picks for every game, ha- has our records and everything there. You can you can go from money lines, spread over under, see what everyone's on. So if there's no podcast and you want uh, something to, to bet on, to base it off of our picks, you can always just go there. And the app, man. Like, I use the app every day when I'm looking at, like, picks for, like, shit like basketball or sometimes even college football just to see what the consensus, what the boys are saying, you know? So yeah. uh, use it it's, I, every day, man. I'm on that thing. All right, uh, speaking of picks, we're going to get into our fucking picks right here, moving into our locked dogs and totals. Uh, boys, we've been doing okay collectively as a show here. Our total, what are we, 11, 6, and 1, up 5.61 uh, units. That's not bad, no? No, I mean, that's great. The, last year, yeah. the whole show. Yeah. We're off. Yeah. Geniuses. Right? <laughs> okay, uh, standing, standings. Ryan's in first year. He's been fucking killing it. He's uh, 5 0 and one He's up 7.28 uh, units. Uh, Joel and myself, or I guess, yeah, I'm uh, in second. No, Joel's in second. He's 3-3. Three and three. He's down uh, 0.16 units. I'm 3-3 three and three as well. I'm down 1.50 units. So, Joel and I, were still tied on the record. Speaking on the units, and Ryan skyrocketed. We'll see how it goes. Ryan, you got the leaders, buddy. You go first here. Yeah, I mean, I alluded to this when we were talking about it. My lock is the Carolina Hurricanes plus 100 at the Edmonton Oilers. I think they're just a, a much better team. They should be able to control the play against the team with with bad defense and goaltending there, unless Jack Campbell decides to uh, step it up. So I'm going to go with Carolina plus 100 there as my lock. Uh, my dog, speaking of Jack Campbell, going to go against his former team with the Dallas Stars 
uh, plus 145 at Toronto. I just can't trust the Leafs yet. <laughs> I, I went against the Leafs for my first dog with the uh, Canadians, and that hit for me. So I think the Stars are better than this price is given, especially with how Toronto has performed so far. My total, getting a little bit juicy here, uh, Canucks Wild over 6.5 minus 130. Both these teams are winless. Both of them are, are desperate. They've both gone over three times so far. So this could be a very well a uh, high-scoring game with, with both teams not having much defense. For myself, we're going to go with the Bruins. Oh, first of all, i got to say that uh, Ryan's really feeling himself by playing a plus 100 for his luck. Uh, I know, eh? Uh, yeah, not like uh, our usual cowardice always picking these juicy <laughs> favorites. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, speaking of those, I'm going to Bruins in regulation at minus 135. Just a much better play. team. Ducks, who are terrible and uh, can't even get goaltending right now. Uh, dog, we'll go with the Knights on the puck line. Minus one and a half, plus 140. Um, yeah, I know we didn't have a lot of luck with our puck line picks last year, but uh, <laughs> hopefully yeah, this one comes through with the, the Jets playing big save Dave and... Uh, Going into Vegas on a back-to-back after playing the Stanley Cup champs. That's right, Stanley Cup champs. And the total, <laughs> we're going with uh, the Canucks team total over two and a half. I think that's around, my, let's call it, minus 150. Uh, they're playing the wild, of course. Um, can't uh, stop five pucks from going in the net, let alone uh, three. <laughs> They've let in 20 goals through three games so far. So the Canucks, they, they, might, they might be bad. They might not be able to win games, but they can at least score goals. They've scored three goals at least, yeah, in, in all, all four of their games so far. So, uh, yeah, give me the Canucks over two and a half goals. All right. For myself, oh, fuck, I wanted to switch my lock to the send so fucking bad after what I just said, but I'm not going to do it. I'm sticking with <laughs> uh, the New York Islanders money line versus the Devils minus 135. Like I said earlier, I think they're just going to trim up New Jersey pretty good. Uh, obviously, Lou doesn't want to lose to uh, to New Jersey, his former team. For my dog, Vancouver money line versus Minnesota, man. I got burnt by Vancouver already once before, but I'm going back, going back to the well. What happens when you fall off the horse? You get back on the horse. I'm getting back on the Vancouver Canucks horse here. Uh, someone's got to win this game, man. Might as well be them, plus 150. Hopefully, Bruce can get it done for me. Uh, and then my total, um, we got an under game. LA Kings, Pittsburgh Penguins, under six and a half plus 100. I'm going goaltending, man. Hopefully these boys can get it done for me. Tristan Jerry looks good. Uh, if it's Jonathan Quick, if it's Kyle Peterson, I like them both too. So under six and a half. Hopefully we get a little scoring affair here at plus 100. Uh, I think we didn't have, we had a couple consensus picks, but we don't got to go through all that, no? Uh, uh, maybe we do based on how we're uh, getting stuff tracked here. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> I think Boston puck line or, or, or Boston regulation is something we all yeah. we all like there. I don't, regulation. Want, I don't know if we want to officially count that as a, as a, as a uh, consensus play. Penguins? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know if uh, I like them that, that much. What's the line? What are the Penguins? Minus 200. Or oh, what do you say? Oh, that's the one I fucked no, up. That's, that's what, what I fucked okay, up. Okay, yeah. yeah. That, 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 Minus that, 185. Yeah, yeah, I like the Penguins there. Um, Rangers puck line of regulation? I feel like we're just going all, all chalky here. Yeah. yeah like all the can go wrong. Yeah, big winners, uh, man. Islanders, I think we're all on. Over in the Canucks wild game. Sennies. Carolina. Big lean on the Sens. Big diving in the Sens. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if the Sens we feel strongly enough to make that a consensus play. <laughs> um, uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. A couple yeah, over unders in there. Vegas, Ryan maybe. Yeah. Is there anything I, I mentioned that you guys don't agree with, or something I missed? No, I think I'm pretty much in consensus. Consensus. Cahoots. Yeah. And the thing is, no one cares about this record besides the person who's who's tracking it. So. There's one mammal, sea mammal, that did, cares did very he, much. Did he sign a paper before uh, he slept with you? <laughs> he might have. <laughs> he might need that these days. Right. All right. Everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be, man. Uh, like we said at the beginning of the show, uh, fucking tons of sports going on. NFL, college, I don't got to run through them all. Everything's going on. NHL's popping off, too. It's been a fucking sick start to the season. 
Um, so get your ass to the website. Listen to the other shows too. You know, it's a good way to make some money, man. Go check out the websites, check out the articles, check out everything. And most importantly, get your ass in the Discord. If you're not in there already, it's an absolute blast. We've had a couple of people reach out. We've gotten into. Um, yeah, man, it's a good community. We're having a lot of fun. People are talking shit. People are fucking winning money. That's the most important thing. So get your ass in the Discord. Shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, as you say, if you're not in the Discord, you're actually losing money. So yeah, make sure you check out the Discord there, especially for all our picks. I've been just throwing out a ton of uh, prop plays, some parlays as well for uh, for Joel's amusement there. So yeah, check out the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. And uh, yeah, uh, I wanted to say October so far has been our best month as a podcast in terms of downloads, and we're only two-thirds of the way through. So that, that's uh, thanks to all you guys out there listening, downloading, telling your friends, downloading on multiple devices, you know, whatever it takes here to get us up the charts. Really appreciate it. So uh, make sure you're following us. Search for the Hockey Island Podcast on whatever platform you listen on. If it's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. And uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. We've had had a little stockpile here, but I got my final one. I'm not even sure if I should read this one, uh, but here we go. Five stars by One's Harp Hark. <laughs> it's actually a romance podcast in disguise. As the only female listener podcast, I can say with confidence that you don't have to be a rink rat to enjoy the show. Even if you're not that into hockey, there's so much to enjoy. Talon's signature Talonetics have already won me tons of money, even though my husband doesn't let me listen to the segments with Talon out of fear that I'll leave him for that Canadian beefcake. <laughs> Ryan's hopeless Flyers optimism is adorable, and Joel dot 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 is also on the show. Thanks for all the entertainment. P.S. I love when you talk about that Sharky guy. More of that, please. <laughs> Thank you, uh, One's Harp Hark, for, for uh, that review. I don't even know what to say to that, man. Like, what do you say to that? I don't know. We say, can we get some real reviews here to read? All right, everybody. My name is Talent Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talent underscore Jenkins 94. Let's fucking go Sens, baby. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can find me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Myron. You would find me singing uh, Old Canada, but it's honestly one of the more embarrassing anthems. So I'll, I'll let <laughs> patriotic place speak for itself let's go sex all right everybody peace oh yeah